What's up, guys? Welcome to Doghouse Politics, the weekly political opinion podcast hosted by yours truly. I'm the big dog. Hey, this is our show. I'm just your voice. Appreciate you guys' support. Appreciate you guys listening. Hope y'all had a great week, great weekend. Hope you're looking forward to a great week. Hope it's not too crazy. Going to be a short week this week for a lot of us. Holiday weekend. Looking forward to Labor Day. Looking forward to the kickoff of college football season. And then next week we get on into the NFL. My favorite time of the year, guys. We get into football season. Get into the holidays. Nothing like football and family. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hope you're looking forward to it. Hope your uh, hope your teams all win, unless you're Florida, and then I hope they lose every single game. Diving in, guys. We're going to talk about. Um, we're gonna. This episode is going to really revolve around thirteen American patriots, thirteen of America's sons and daughters who were lost this week in a senseless act of violence. It's going to be the bulk of the show. We're going to pay them tribute, pay homage to them. Then I'm going to tell you about a ridiculous statement made by former President Obama's education secretary. And then I just want to remind you real quickly whose side Big Tech is on. Going to be a short and sweet show. Going to be deliberate going into a holiday weekend. Remember, on holiday weekends, there will not be a doghouse politics show. Uh, I'm going to spend time with my family, and I encourage you to do the same. And we'll be back the week after that, fired up and ready to talk about whatever foolishness is going on at that time. All right, guys, I'm going to let this ad play, and we'll dive right in. What's up, faithful Doghouse listeners? Hey, if you love the show and want to show your support publicly, go to doghousepolitics.com, D-A-W-G, housepolitics.com. Pick out a patriotic T-shirt, sticker, or coffee cup. All the merchandise on there is super patriotic, Show your love for your country and the show. I certainly appreciate you wearing the merchandise to help spread word about the podcast to get the conservative voice out there. Just to show my appreciation for you listeners, if you use the promo code TRUMP1, all one word, all caps, T-R-U-M-P-W-O-N, I'm going to give you 20% off just for listening to the show. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you go to doghousepolitics.com, pick out some merchandise, Post pictures on social media. Can't wait to see you repping the show. So this has been a very, very, um, been a very sad week in the life of our country. Very somber as we sit and reflect over the the deadliest day in United States military in a, in over a decade. This past week, we lost 13 service members in a senseless act of violence at the airport in Kabul, Afghanistan. And and guys, I don't know if you can tell in my voice, but I'm angry and I'm hurt. I'm I'm hurt for the families who um, got a, a ring at the door the other day. I got a phone call. Or had two Marines step out of their car in in full service dress and tell mothers, fathers, husbands, wives, children that their loved one wasn't coming home. There weren't going to be any more phone calls. There weren't going to be any more letters. 
Next time you see your loved one, they're going to be in a flag-draped coffin. Yes, every single one of these individuals, every single person who's ever raised their hand and swore an oath to this country has taken the oath knowing exactly what it may cost them. And, 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 and you know what I love is that people continue to do it because people love this country. There are still some patriots out there. What's heartbreaking about this is that it didn't have to be this way. It didn't have to be this way. The way we pulled out of Afghanistan is this is a direct result of decisions that were made leading up that were reckless, that were ill-advised. Rather, they were the, the advice that was given was ignored, and it did not have to be this way. 100%. So now... 13 of our best, best and brightest men and women have had their lives cut short because of politics. Politics. We thought we could pull out of Afghanistan and when it fell apart, just blame President Trump. I'm, I'm telling you, the motto of, of this administration is to hurt President Trump, and if it hurts America, so be it. So these 13 lives were sacrificed on the altar of hurting President Trump and making him look bad. And making his deal that he made with the Taliban to pull out of Afghanistan look bad. Well, let me tell you who's not got the blood of these patriots on their hands. President Trump. Their blood falls squarely on the hands of the current administration. And it's sad. And it's sad. And and here's what I'm not going to do. Um, And I did last week, and I'm not going to this week. I'm not going to ask you to change your vote. I'm not going to ask you to use this to help you make a decision as to who you vote for. In the future. Because these patriots deserve time for a nation to grieve them before their lives are politicized. They deserve for their, for their families, their parents to be able to tell them goodbye and lay them to rest before their deaths are politicized. And they will be. Make no doubt about that. They will be. Heartbreaking, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you all their names. Cause, you know, whenever a, a police officer has to do his job and defend himself in this country, this is what we hear. Say their name, say their name. Well, you're not going to see any protesting or any rioting in the streets over these 13 names, but these 13 names deserve to be said too. Because, the, yes, they may have signed up for it, but they sure didn't ask for it. 
They died doing their job. They died doing what they were told. They died serving their country. They did not go over there or wake up that morning intent on dying that day. But we're going to do them the justice and we're going to do them the service of at least acknowledging their names. And the list I have here gives their names, their rank, their age, and where they're from. And just in case, let me apologize in advance if I, pronounce, if I mispronounce their name. I mean them no dishonor. I mean them no disrespect. If I mispronounce their names, I am deeply sorry. I promise I'm going to do my best. Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren T. Hoover, 31, Salt Lake City, Utah. Marine Corps Sergeant Johanny Rosa Pichardo, 25, of Lawrence, Massachusetts. Marine Corps Sergeant Nicole L.G., 23, of Sacramento, California. Marine Corps Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22, of Indio, California. Marine Corps Corporal Dagan W. Page, 23, of Omaha, Nebraska. Marine Corps Corporal Humberto A. Sanchez, 22, of Logansport, Indiana. Marine Corps Lance Corporal David L. Espinoza, 20, of Rio Bravo, Texas. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz, 20, of St. Charles, Missouri. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, 20 years old, of Jackson, Wyoming. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Dylan R. Marola, 20 years old, of Rancho Cucamongo, California. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Kareem M. Nicoy, 20 years old, of Norco, California. Navy Hospitalman Maxton W. Soviak, 22 years old, of Berlin Heights, Ohio. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan C. Naus, 23, of Coryton, Tennessee. Guys, I, I just want to, I don't want it to be missed. Five of those names that I just read off. Five of those names were 20 years old. The oldest of those names was 31 years old. These 20-year-olds, they were kids. Their life hadn't even gotten started yet. Weren't even old enough to buy alcohol in this country. And they gave their life because they were asked to. Because they loved their country. Their names deserve to be said. Their stories deserve to be heard. The only way we can, we can disrespect their legacy is to forget them. 
And I'm asking you humbly, do not let their names be forgotten. Say a prayer for their family that's left behind. And when you pray, you thank God that you live in the greatest country in the history of the world with patriots so brave at 20 years old are willing to lay down their life. You know what you know what gives me hope for the future of this country? Every generation of Americans has been called upon and asked at times to make the ultimate sacrifice to preserve and defend this great nation. Now if you watch the news and you're on social media at all and you see the the entitlement attitude you see the I need a safe space mentality of some of these people in Gen Z. It will really make you feel defeated when you think about the future of this country. But then we read these 13 names. And we see that there are still people of all ages that are willing to lay down their life for something they believe in. And we thank them and we honor them and their families, and we, we pray, I pray every day that their families are comforted, that their legacy is not forgotten. I pray may God continue to heal their family, may look over them, and may continue to look over our troops and bring the rest of them home safely. So check this out. This week, uh, President Obama's former education secretary made an absolutely, uh, what's the word? There's not even a word, really. But we'll just go with ridiculous, because that's the best we can come up with. Disgustingly ridiculous comment about unvaccinated Americans. I'm going to read it for you. His words, have you noticed how strikingly similar both the mindsets and actions are between the suicide bombers at Kabul's airport and the anti-mask and anti-vax people here? This is former Education Secretary Arne Duncan. He put it on Twitter. You can go look it up. He He goes on. They blow themselves up and inflict harm on those around them and are convinced they're fighting for freedom. Are you kidding me? So because you're skeptical about a vaccine that came out a year ago, if you're skeptical to put that in your arm, he's comparing you to suicide bombers who wiped out the 13 Americans we just talked about. Now, I don't know what he's, I don't know his background. I'd have to do some research and I'm not going to speculate on it. But I've seen pictures and heard story after story this week of teachers in Afghanistan who are hugging their female students goodbye and burning all record of them ever attending any school because they know the Taliban is coming. 
And if they find out they educated female children, they themselves would be killed. And yes, I understand that, that there's a, a slight difference between the Taliban and ISIS, but not really. There's really not. I'm convinced, in fact, that the ISIS carried out this attack at the airport on behalf of the Taliban. Because the Taliban's cut this deal that they won't attack Americans as long as we pull out. But I can assure you that there was some backdoor talks, and I'm convinced, and you can't convince me otherwise, that ISIS acted on behalf of the Taliban here. And this idiot is comparing anybody who's unsure of the vaccine and has not gotten it to the suicide bombers. He's comparing unvaccinated, and, and basically what he's calling is unvaccinated Americans are terrorists. If you don't believe these people have a disdain for the citizens of this country and a genuine hatred, look no further. He's really just saying what the rest of them think. And then they want us to turn around and believe they're working in our best interest. And I'm not an unvaccinated, but I'm an anti-masker if there ever was one. I'm not wearing that decorative piece of cloth into Walmart just to make people feel better. Now, I've told you, you have to, you have to support your family. And, and if you want to wear a mask, I support it. Wear it. Wear it at work, wear it at Walmart, wear it in your car by yourself. I don't care. I'm not going to give you a hard time about wearing it. I'm surely not going to compare you to a terrorist if you go one way or the other. And remember, he's got this mentality, and he was appointed to a cabinet position by former President Obama. Now, did President Obama know that he had this opinion? I don't know. But I doubt it would have changed anything. Certainly haven't heard anybody on the left come out and uh, denounce this mentality or distance themselves from it. Again, if you don't believe that these people on the left have a genuine hatred and distaste for the people, the citizens of this country, the average everyday Americans like you and me, you need to look no further than this statement. Liking our mentality, if you are anti-mask or anti-vax to that of a suicide bomber, give me a break. All right, guys, winding down. I know this has been a little bit shorter of an episode. I uh, really wanted to make a deliberate effort to make this episode about the 13 names that were the 13 Patriots that we lost this week. I know I talked a little bit about the edu education secretary, the former education secretary. Just wanted to really just call out that nonsense, but you'll notice that segment was much shorter. This episode was truly about 13 names worth remembering. Uh, we're grateful for them. We're grateful for their sacrifice. We honor their memory. We honor their legacy. And again, very thankful for their sacrifice. Guys, uh, I just want to remind you of one more thing on the way out the door here. Just want to remind you that all year, all year, President Trump has been banned from social media 
Meanwhile, the Muslim Brotherhood, the Ayatollah, the Taliban, and ISIS leaders all have a platform and are able to spread their messaging on Twitter and other social media platforms. Meanwhile, they banned a sitting president and they have yet to reinstate him uh, to allow him to communicate with patriots who love this country and who supported him. So if you wonder whose side Big Tech is on, Facebook and Twitter, and the other ones that, that fall in line, if you wonder whose side they're on, let that tell you everything you need to know. I hate all social media, uh, but unfortunately that's the means we have to communicate in mass. So I'll ask you to go follow the social media for the Doghouse Politics show. On Facebook, it's at Doghouse Politics. On Twitter, it's just at Dog Politics. Uh, next weekend's holiday weekend. Hope you enjoy some time with your family. Hope you enjoy a little college football. It's back, baby. SEC football. I'll be uh, I'll be spending the majority of the day Saturday enjoying watching some football. Going to watch them Georgia Bulldogs beat them Clemson Tigers coming up this week. Uh, whoever your team is, I hope they win. Unless it's Clemson or Florida, I hope they lose. Uh, sorry, I will not be cheering for them. Again, appreciate you listening. Appreciate your support. Go to social media. Like, follow, wherever you're listening to podcasts, download, subscribe, share it to social media. Give your friends a chance to listen to the show. If they love us, great. If not, oh well, we'll find somebody else to talk to. Going to end it like I always do, guys, and I genuinely mean this. Even the last part, I mean it. I genuinely mean this. God bless you. God bless our troops. May he protect them and bring them home safe. God bless America, and may God bless the President of the United States and his family. Guys, I'm the big dog. Until next week.